Is your area oversaturated or is it all in your head? Sometimes it feels like there are so many photographers in your local area and not enough clients. Today I'm going to prove to you that your photography market isn't oversaturated. You're just marketing all wrong. Hey, boudoir photographers. Are you ready to be totally booked out with high paying clients? I'm Tracy Lynn and I went from side hustle photographer to running a million dollar boudoir photography business working just 30 hours a month. That's right, just 30 hours a month. On this podcast, I tell you how I did it and how you can too. When I'm talking to other photographers, I hear of all kinds of, well, what I would call excuses. Excuses about why they aren't booking. Excuses about too many other photographers close by. Excuses about not enough clients locally to support the photographers in the area. What this comes down to is that these photographers think that the market is oversaturated. And oh my gosh, this way of thinking drives me crazy. Let's be clear. Every industry could be considered oversaturated. It is not just our industry. Think about dental offices. How many have you seen out there? Listen to this. Just in my studio building, there are two different dental offices, literally two completely different dental offices in the same building. What about hairstylists? There always seems to be one on every corner. Some you book an appointment with within a few days and others they're booked out months in advance. What's the difference between these two? It's the same in the photography industry. And today I want to break down the three reasons I truly believe your photography market is not oversaturated. I'm also going to talk about what to do if your local town really is too small to actually support your business. And then I want to ask you to stick around until the end because I'm going to tell you exactly why I built my business in St. Louis and then left it there instead of moving to the area that I live in now. But before I jump in with why your market is not overly saturated, I'm going to be somewhat blunt right now. There is a part of the industry that is probably a bit overcrowded, and it's the low-budget shoot-and-burn photographers. There are a ton of these photographers out there, and that's totally fine. We all start somewhere, but if you're a shoot-and-burn photographer, I want you to know that I'm not trying to persuade you to stop this business model. I just would like for you to go listen to episode 44. It's titled Three Steps to Fall in Love with Your Sales Session in Your Photography Business. This episode lays out exactly why it's easier and more ethical to build a photography business successfully with this business model in mind. And I also explained how you can make it super easy as well, but that's not the only way. I understand that too. That being said, it applies to this episode because I want you to understand that when you're only making two to $400 per session, you have to photograph a lot more sessions, meaning you have to book more clients to just make $5,000 in one month. That really isn't a sustainable or healthy business model according to national averages either. So when you break it down, that's 13 clients a month or listen to this number, 150 clients a year. And when you have to book that many clients and so does your competition because they're in the same business model as you, that's when your market feels more saturated. But let's say that you're only wanting to bring in $10,000 and you have a $2,000 sales average, which is not that hard to achieve, honestly, because a good price list will easily help you hit that sales average and you won't feel salesy at all. 
you only need five clients a month or 60 clients a year to hit those averages and the amount of money you want to bring in. And you might be thinking, it's going to be harder to find those clients willing to pay that much for photography. First of all, that's your mindset talking. With the right marketing strategy, people will pay $1,000 for a phone or $3,000 for a purse or $8 for one coffee every day. People afford what they want to afford. You just need the right marketing strategy. Okay, now I've went off on my tangent. Let's talk about the reasons your photography market isn't overly saturated. The first reason that I really believe your photography market is not overly saturated is because every photographer has a different ideal client, a different style, and a totally different business model. If you have a different ideal client than every other photographer in your area, that means really there's no competition, right? So right there, we've solved the problem. (laughs) Your style should attract your ideal client with ease because it was designed for them. They should just love it. So my question to you is, do you actually know who your ideal client is? Now, I'm not talking about the ideal client avatar. I personally think that that's a little too abstract. I'm asking if you know the demographics of your ideal client, their gender, their age, their relationship status, their job description. We're boudoir photographers, so I'm just going to assume from here on out, your ideal client is most likely a woman. So what we need is more information about her. Does she work out in a gym or at home? Where does she shop exactly? Does she carry a Louie or does she carry a backpack? Maybe no purse at all. Is she a mom or is she wanting kids soon? Or maybe she doesn't want them at all. Like, let's get down to who she is as a person. And I truly think that this is something that educators get wrong. A lot of them want you to think about the feelings you're providing or what she's after in general. That's great that you want her to feel beautiful and confident. And when she leaves the studio, she feels like the most beautiful, perfect person in the world. I want you to do that. But the thing is... She's going to feel that regardless if you're doing your job correctly. (laughs) So those feelings when she leaves the studio, they are not going to help you find her when you're building your marketing strategy, you know? So if you continue to avoid this important work of knowing who your ideal clients are, you're going to continue to spin your wheels, unfortunately. So what I want you to do is sit down and think about your favorite clients. Who are they as people? Go with the specifics at first, the easy to nail down demographics, so like age, gender, relationship status, kids or no kids, careers, even their likely income range, then think about who they are as people, fit or not into fitness at all, shopping habits, what she brought to the studio. If you have some time, I would also recommend listening to episode four of my podcast. This episode will tell you exactly how you can use this information to find and book more of these clients. I will make sure that I link all of these episodes that I recommend in the show notes. Go check out the show notes once you've finished listening to this episode so that you can go listen to these other episodes that I think will really help you with this specific topic. Anyway, once you nail down who your ideal client is, you're going to stop thinking about how saturated your market is because you're just focusing on this one person and you'll focus your marketing strategy on that person. The second reason that I believe your photography market is not oversaturated is, well, just think about how many people are in your area versus how many actual photographers there are. 
it might feel like there's a ton of photographers, but in reality, there's probably five to 10 in a town with 5,000 or 10 to 30 in an area with 50,000 people. And by that, I mean, there's probably more photographers than that, but there's probably five to 30 in those type of towns that are actually trying to make their photography business a business. So what I'm saying is the odds are actually in your favor here. There's more than enough work to go around, but you can do things that will set you apart and make you the obvious choice. Going back to my last point, you have to build a marketing strategy to focus on your ideal client. It's always going to come back to the ideal client because this is the foundation of your marketing strategy. When you're focused on your ideal client instead of everyone else, you don't even really realize how many people are in your local area because you only care about that one specific person. You're focused only on attracting her. You're focused on where she's doing business, who she's interacting with on social media, what she's doing on the weekends or for fun. You're thinking about only what you need to do to get in front of her as much as possible and as soon as possible. So right now, what I want you to do is put your blinders on. Let me ask you a quick question. Are you following a bunch of local photographers in your area? Now be honest, are you? If so, right now, and I literally mean right now, I want you to get on your Instagram and unfollow or mute any local photographers that you're actually following. If you do this, I bet you completely forget about your quote competition almost instantly. You will for sure forget about this oversaturated market problem. The third reason that you may feel like your photography market is oversaturated is that you're not thinking about the fact that really you don't need to book that many clients. Now we did touch on this earlier in the episode, but let's dive a bit deeper into it. I want you to truly think about what you started your business for. Most likely you want it out of your nine to five, right? So you could have more time in your day, maybe more time with your family or just more time to yourself. Maybe you wanted to travel. Maybe you want to be a mom who could be with her kids while they're growing up and never miss a school activity. Make sure that you're thinking about this when you're thinking about pricing. If you're only charging that two to $400 like we talked about earlier, you're going to be spending a lot more time with clients and retouching photos than you would need to with a $1,500 or $2,000 sales average and far fewer clients. Don't let that gratification that you get by booking so many clients get you in a situation where you aren't getting to do the things that you actually started your business for. That's how you end up burnout, exhausted, hating your business, and just yet another statistic where the photographer is out of business. And remember, you definitely don't feel like your area is oversaturated if you only need 50 to 60 clients versus that 150 to make the same amount of money, you know? Now, here's a question that you may be asking yourself as you're listening to this episode. What if your town really doesn't have a population to support your business? Then what do you do? Now, I totally understand this. I know there are some towns that are tiny. My listeners from big cities will be shocked to hear this, but my grade school class growing up only had 10 kids. Yep, that's it, 10. My high school graduating class had 110. We still live in this small town, and I think the population is around 4,500 where I actually went to high school. Like, my area is small. If I didn't have my business in St. Louis, I would be marketing to this area, But here's what I would also do in this situation. First of all, I would market in surrounding cities, towns, and counties. 
in our specific area, we basically have three bigger towns with populations around 20 to 30,000 each. So basically, I'm just expanding the area that I'm actually targeting. Yes, it would take some traveling while I'm building on my business, but I mean, my hairstylist is in the surrounding town and we go out to eat in those surrounding areas all the time. Like all of this is normal for us. Like my doctor is in the surrounding cities. So traveling for my marketing strategy wouldn't be a big deal because I'm traveling for living basic life anyway. So I want you to sit with this for a minute. Would you be open to marketing in surrounding areas? Sure, you're going to have to get off your booty and put in some work, but would it be worth it? I really think the answer is yes, right? The other option is doing what I did. Build your business in a nearby larger city and travel there for the sessions once or twice a month. The best part about this strategy, it really limits your workday so you have way more time off. And I can really separate home and work And I truly think that's my favorite part. When I'm home, I'm off. When I'm in the studio, I'm totally on. And I think you guys know by this point that I will work all the time if given the opportunity because I love both of my businesses. If I lived in the same town as my studio, I'm really afraid that I would have burnt myself out really quickly because I would have went above and beyond for my clients. That is just who I am as a person. And I think the best thing that happened to me was that I had to move out of my city And I'm not working in the city that my business is in. Now, here's where I'm going to tell you my story, like I promised earlier in this episode. Some of you may know it, but what I really want to tell you is why I kept my studio in St. Louis and why I'm okay with driving two and a half hours to the studio once a month. I moved to St. Louis from Oklahoma back in 2016. I built my business from scratch, and by the end of 2017, I was full-time. I was making consistent money, and I was booking out consistently as well, but I was so tired of the city life. It is not me. I grew up on a small town on a ranch, and I wanted to go home, (laughs) but I built a really solid business really, really quickly in St. Louis, and I didn't want to give that up. I had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in it, and I just couldn't give it up. I know I could have moved my business if I really wanted to. I get about 10% of my clients from my local area anyway, and I know that I could have made it work in that area. I just didn't want to. I really, really like the separation I get between work and home. Here's the thing, though. Just because my business is in St. Louis, that doesn't mean the market is any less saturated than it would be back at home. Honestly, I think it's more saturated because there are way more photographers in St. Louis than back at home. I've never worried about it, though. I have put my blinders on and I went after my ideal client for me and for my business and it worked. Now, if you get just one thing out of this episode, I want you to understand that it is not that the market is oversaturated. It's that you aren't focusing your marketing on your ideal client. What I want you to do is put your own blinders on to every photographer in your area. Stop worrying about what they're doing, who they're photographing, how busy they might look. Focus on you, what you want out of your business, and who you want to serve specifically. Then create a marketing strategy to attract that one specific person and start booking her. Now, if you need help figuring out exactly who your ideal client is and building a foundation to attract her, well, I have something for you. My TLC brand board Canva template is the first step to filling your schedule with amazing clients. And with this template, you will have everything in one place and know exactly who your ideal client is and how to attract her with ease. 
This template includes everything that you might possibly need to make sure you're attracting the right person for your business. This is the first step to super successful marketing foundations in your business and the best way to stand out in an oversaturated market. It also includes an eight minute instructional video showing exactly how to use this template along with some strategy recommendations as well. And with this brand board, you'll have your marketing foundation set up, ready to go to attract your dream clients. This is the exact foundation of the marketing strategy that I've implemented in my own boudoir business where I work less than 30 hours a month and still bring in multiple six figures every year. And now you can get your hands on it today by just clicking the link in the show notes so that you can create a sustainable boudoir business and start living the life you've been dreaming of. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography. Please be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Thursday and they're always full of super actionable information for you to apply right now in your boudoir business. Until then, make your next shoot your best shoot.